701, Thursday, June 4th, podcast edition of The Morning Reboot. It's Eric Floyd. Our friend Alex should be with us shortly. Um, Alex uh, has a lot of, sorry, I, I just potted you up, my bad. Uh, Alex has a lot of like personal stuff we can finally get into. Mm. Uh, but there's a there's a bunch of other stuff to talk about. Uh, you you really are off Facebook, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> People make me angry. Yeah. Well. So well, I update what I have to say. I don't. So like what I do is like I update from. I don't have the app on my phone, so I update from like the actual website, which is confusing because I haven't been on it forever. And then I go about my business. I don't scroll. I don't like. I don't comment unless it's like a thread undermine where I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. I don't seek stuff out anymore. I'm just like, here's what I have to say. You like it, you like it, you don't. I'm done for the rest of the day. So like, I do like three posts a day, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like the, it's like the, uh, the sports show that I, I reference regularly um, that, I, that I enjoy. He talks and has opinions and there are no calls accepted. They just, that's exactly what that is. So right. I, I appreciate your, your, uh, your strategy with all this, but I, I, I've, I've managed things pretty well and I've been pretty delighted. And I, uh, did a lot of cleaning up of junk and junk people. So I, I've been okay with it. It hasn't been overwhelming, but I, I could, today was one of the days I couldn't wait to get in here. Um, I had to do very little prep. All I had to do was, Double check this morning. Go, nothing bad happened after I went to bed, right? And once I saw the things were all clear, um, I was delighted, and I I meant what I said last night. And you always get caught up in the moment, good or bad. But last night, after watching all the, and I don't even want to call them protests anymore. I want to call them listening sessions or <laughs> gatherings of togetherness. It's what um, hippies did. I have never been more proud to live here and call this my home in my now what like almost um, nearly we'll call it nearly 10 years of living here i've never been more proud to live here than after what i saw last night there was lots of people at perrysburg um the the sit-in at the safety building downtown was all good um uh, at jackman and lasky it was calm and peaceful and there was cupid shuffling and then (laughs) I, I didn't even talk to you about it because I, I was busy yesterday, but I might have sent it your your way early on, but I there, there was going to be a protest in Lambertville. In Lambertville and we've talked about Lambertville before, the, the school board guy, and mm-hmm. we've talked off the air, and I've told you what a friend has confirmed to me about some people's beliefs in that area. Lots of, like, I mean, Confederate- I went to Whitmer, and Lambertville was like 10 minutes away, so I know. Right. Um, and I was concerned and I, I didn't know how that was going to work out. And I wanted to know whether it was, uh, people there having a gathering or people who support, uh, what's going on going there, which is kind of like going into the hornet's nest. And I was, I was concerned and I put a couple of things up on my social media yesterday saying like, let's behave. Let's not be a CNN story because all the, all the other places where the protests have taken place have been in areas where you're likely to find support. And then there's Lambertville. But I watched someone post um, a Facebook Live of what was going on last night. And it was peaceful. I heard the N-word with ER a lot because it was people describing what they've been called. Hold on, I'm texting Alex back. Um, what they've been called. There was a, a bigger bigger white guy. And 
it, it was mesmerizing and enchanting to see. I couldn't pull myself off of watching the Facebook Live. This bigger white guy got up there and said, I'm a racist. And there was a gasp in the crowd. And I immediately thought, Oh boy, here's where here's where here's where we hit CNN. <laughs> and then he and then literally after the gasp he said, "Well, I was a racist because I was taught to be like that." And I learned it was Floyd, it was brilliant. It was so moving last night, so powerful and more than anything, so peaceful. I am so proud of uh, of us. And outside of a couple of shitheads Saturday night, and a couple of people tagged Black Lives Matters on a mommy stadium. And I don't know if those were people who were trying to um, disrupt the movement and give it a bad name. But Alex is here. Good morning. <laughs> your, uh, your, your rice crisping. She's, less, I bet she's popcorn in it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. But Floyd, I have never been more proud to live here in my entire life. Last night and actually the last couple of days overall have been special moments here. Well, yay. That's good. I do not pay attention because, like I said, today's a call-off day for me. Al- hold on, Alex. we got to clean this thing up. I'm trying. I'm trying to connect my headphones. I forgot. and They're in my damn ear. There we go. Is that better? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, bring me up to speed. How come you were kind of out of pocket yesterday? So, um, I, like, well, I told you, the popcorn. Um, yesterday, I believe I had my first ever migraine ever. So I, oh yes, and it's it's here again today. It's right behind my eyes, and my whole face hurts, and I've been nauseous. Oh, that's and, a migraine, Alex. We got to do something. This is okay. Okay, I'll log off and I'll come back on. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Hold on. So um, I took my ibuprofen. I don't know if it's because I've been off my blood pressure medicine because it, they've been out of stock. So I'm just literally waiting. But I got some. They gave me like a little trial. To hold me over, so I took it last night. It kind of went away, and I woke up today, and like it's still here, and I'm nauseous. So I'm gonna go to my doctor's appointment and see if they can write me a doctor's note because I I'm not gonna be able to work like this. I'm not gonna be pleasant, and and you know me, I'm not a caller offer unless I don't feel good. And we're very short staff, and I know I'm gonna be the hated person today, but yeah, like my face hurts. Like I'm literally sitting here with. My blackout curtains, which I hung up last night, under a blanket, and the volume on my phone is very, very low. So, like, it's just weird. Like, I don't know. I've never had this feeling before. Like, it's a headache, but my face hurts, and it feels like I have to throw up. But there's nothing in me. So, How, was you, did you have a dietitian appointment yesterday? I did. That went very well. We just talked about our next month's goals. So, what are they? I told her that. Oh, I just need to work on portion control and actually working out every day. I did really good in the month of May, but I skipped two days, my birthday, and the day after my birthday because I told her that I was drunk and hungover, and she started laughing. So just going to be more of a regimen of working out, and she said the best time to do it is in the morning or late in the evening right before I go to bed. So Can I ask nothing. you what she offered for portion control? Because mine sucks. No, no, she told me just to do it by eye. She said, I want you to challenge yourself first. She didn't give me, like, the food pyramid plate. Um, she didn't, oh, God, I'm burping, sorry. I told you I'm nauseous. Um, 
She didn't give me like the food pyramid plate. She didn't tell me to read servings or numbers. She just said, look at your food. If you feel it's too much, cut it in half. So that's what I did yesterday. I ordered Frickers because I, like I said, I didn't feel good. Like I had my food unthawed. I was going to make me like little turkey burgers. So I ordered chicken chunks and ate half of them. And the rest are sitting in the refrigerator. So I'm trying. So, they, yeah. The, she didn't I, really give me, like, uh, she, wasn't, she wasn't a drill sergeant about the portion control. She's like, I want you to challenge yourself. And if you find that you don't have the willpower or maybe it's hard for you, she's like, and then we'll go to, like, she showed me this thing. She was like, this is the portion plate. She's like, we're not going to do that to you. Because she's like, hmm. I want you to challenge yourself. Alex, you're all fixed up now. Yes, I am. Good, thank you. Uh, did she show you, uh, like, here's how many? Here's some. Here's the size of vegetables. Here's the size of protein. Because mm-hmm. no, I know she, the, Sorry, the two like benchmarks, I guess, that I've always known is like a portion is the size of your fist, and mm-hmm. maybe even more general than that, eat until you're full, not to finish your food. That um yeah. So in my little um weight loss, my bariatric little folder it does tell me like the portion controls is like a fifth something's like the uh, index finger or something yeah but no she was she's been really um very supportive and like yesterday was like my official first meeting with my that counts for my insurance so like it's going to be a journey and i gained two freaking pounds but it's okay it was like two pounds within like two months but it's cool still mad at myself (laughs) um since we've got alex wired up and you're not feeling well do you want to you want to bail no no i'm I'm laying in my bed. Like, okay. I'm literally going to go to my doctor's appointment, see if they can write me a note, and then I'm calling off. Like, I, this is a premeditated call-off day, and like I said earlier, I know I'm about to be the most hated person at Penny's, but a bitch does not feel good. <laughs> well, so, they'll get over it. <laughs> I do not feel good. I'm if, not lying aw, about it either. They, uh, they did care, and I hope they do. They'd say, take care of yourself, get well, because, no, you're not a caller-offer at, at, at all. So, if, <laughs> they should realize if, if you're calling off, something's really wrong. Um, Alex, before you hopped in, I was um, discussing how proud I was of all the things that happened yesterday and how well-behaved and how peaceful and how much listening was going on. I heard that. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, I'm it, sorry. Are you like me? Okay, so so I need to ask from a black person to a black let's person. Let's go, let's go. Are you at that point where like you're like, okay, I know. Like when people no. explain it. Like I'm not like rude about it, but I'm just like I like no nothing gets air, but it's kinda like my friends like, Are you coming to protest today? I'm like, No, I have to go to work. Or like you know what I mean? Like I <laughs> Like, I wish I could stop my daily routine to fight a good fight with everyone. But I'm like, I, I have my ways to do it, you guys. I do. I really, really do. I feel bad I can't be on the front line. But it's kind of just like, these bills don't stop, friends. So, I yes and no. Like, I am absolutely, I'm extremely happy that it was, that everything yesterday in, in the different cities was peaceful. And we sh- we kind of showed that we were able to do that. Um, I am very, I'm also very honest about my feelings and I recognize that I have many and I think it's fair (laughs) right now, (laughs) but like I go through, Eric, I told you this, like I go through bouts of like where I'm feeling extremely bitter and petty because, because while I'm glad that everyone is coming to the table I'm still slightly bitter that it took so long and that it took this to come to the table, but mm-hmm. I am glad. And so I have to like 
quiet myself and it doesn't matter how you came. I'm just glad you're here kind of thing. And Eric, you and I talked about this yesterday and sometimes I just need to be checked about it, to be honest, because I'm just like, I'm glad you're here. But sometimes in my mind, I'm like, okay, but what took you so long? And you were one of the one, you know, and you, and this was happening and this was happening. Mm. And then, um, it, so yesterday I was in, I was in the drive through getting some coffee and some young girl, she was so cute. She's like, Oh, you're so pretty. I said, Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. It's first thing in the morning. Thanks. And she, I had on my black excellence shirt and she's like, what does your shirt say? And I said, it says black excellence. And she goes, Oh my God, I'm going to a protest later. It <laughs> <laughs> was like, Oh good. I was like, please be careful. Be careful. And she's like, I'm really excited. I need to go. I'm going to go. And I said, good. I'm so glad. Be careful. And I said, and if you see somebody in that protest doing the wrong thing, turn around and protest them. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> right, right. I, well, I, I heard in your voice uh, with that some disgust. And it took me to what people have done in the past. Like they just hop on things because they're cool or yeah. because they want to post and Instagram about it. And I'm not talking about the girl, the journalist who got fired for doing what she did. And while they might just want to go do that because it's what it's what's cool, it's what it's what everybody is doing. I think when they get there, if these things are done as things happened last night, I think they will be so moved to forget yeah, that it was eye cool. opening. Yeah, they'll they'll get away from that, oh, I'm in an Instagram moment and move towards, oh, I'm part of something important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I and it on my Facebook. Oh, sorry, go. I ha- and I have to. I agree. I think that I do think that that is happening, and will happen. And I also ha- like, but like I said, like I also have to humble my own self and like let go of that like pettiness and that bitterness and just. So, and so in that conversation yesterday, I generally I was like, "Good for you. Good. You're young. You need to be going. You know, good." Just be careful. <laughs> um, can let's let's go back and this kind of got cleaned up yesterday. So there was only a handful of people, and I, I don't think there was like twenty two arrests. And all the the drama was on Saturday night, and uh, it was downtown, uh, not totally unexpected. Did you guys? And some people have posted, uh, a lot of people have posted things, journalists from all over, but here not being allowed and pushed away. And, you know, uh-huh. uh, Nick Comives said he was unhappy with the way our our officers handled some things. And, and yeah, but so did you guys see the TOL story about the girl on Adam Street who got shot in the leg? Yes. So yeah. it was, um, her story was very melodramatic. Um, <laughs> it, it needed to be told. And I, on Mon, she said she was very disappointed that on Monday, uh, Chief Crawl, Chief Crawl said, "I'm not going to apologize for anything that happened. You know, we're here to protect life and property," um, and I think that upset her and others. Now, yesterday there was a Wednesdays with Wade, and uh, Chief Crawl was on, and he did use the R word. He said, "I regret some things that happened on on Saturday night," and he was wise to reflect. And we're all a little better with some mindful reflection. And I, in fact, I, I met, I've kind of smashed him. I've been very unhappy, like a lot of people, with some of the things he said Monday at the press conference and some other things. Um, and I DM'd him today. I was like, look, you know, there's no training for this, but, you know, solid job. And thanks for saying what you did yesterday. Um, there's no blueprint for this. But 
I would have guessed that what he was, what he did was general police protocol, standard police protocol for the situation that was going on Saturday night here and then all over. Um, the numbers would say if there's only a couple of idiots throwing shit, and granted, the, the police are, you know, uh, protected with helmets and all that stuff. Uh, somebody said, you should be able to, with all that on, you should be able to take a bottle being thrown at you. Um, there's pepper balls, pepper spray, the wooden bullets, whatever it was. The chances of you hitting someone who has nothing to do with the throwing is pretty high. So, long story short here is, I don't know what the chief could have done, any, but it, it makes you really understand that there's got to be some serious, maybe top-to-bottom police reform. Like, right. what can we do in a situation like that where 98% of the people are just here, upset, angry, and throwing nothing but maybe some vulgar words and disappointment, not trying to be disruptive? And if we disperse things into the crowd, you're going to get to a lot of people who are completely innocent. My friend, I'm not going to say her name out of respect, she was at the protest and she actually made a really good valid point on Facebook. I'm going to paraphrase it, but she said, because she took her son to the protest, I believe he's like a teen, young adult. He's he's of age to make his own decisions. But um, she said, the people who were like throwing stuff, she's like, you got to understand, like, and she's a black mother. She's like, the police are on high alert as well. And oh, they are honestly, their eyes are going from left to right, east, west, south. Like, they're there to protect themselves along with the other pe- people. It's called a peaceful protest, not only in part because you want to be peaceful, but other in part because if John Doe throws a bottle in the middle of a crowd, they don't know where that's coming from. Yeah. So honestly, right. their first reaction is to be like, oh, shit, there's something going on. So like, and she wasn't mad that they like fired it, but it's kind of just one of those things that they're like, they're firing uncontrollably into the crowd. I don't think that's the mindset. At least I hope that wasn't the mindset. Let me put it that way. I wasn't there first. I wasn't there to see firsthand, but at least I hope it wasn't the mindset. They're like, oh, shoot everyone who's in front of us. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're looking everywhere. And like, when you see a glass bottle being chucked at you, when you're in that moment, in that zone, you don't know where it's coming from. And keep in mind, someone's throwing a bottle, and then, like Eric just said, they're yelling stuff at you, and as a bottle's being thrown, people are probably giving the black power salute. So, like, as they're throwing a bottle, it looks like that person's throwing a bottle. So there's a lot of factors taken into place and stuff. And no one's perfect. It's, so, it, like, that's... It's incredibly hard, and I appreciate yeah. your, your, your friend's perspective. It's incredibly hard from from both sides and how you outlined it with things in the air and these officers are already on alert. Yeah. I, I, I just wish, I, I wonder if there was a way to be better about it or this is just what it's going to be. And if I step back even further and look at the math with how many people were out and how tense things were, at least where here in our situation, a very, and that girl got like dinged pretty good. Her leg was pretty, pretty uh-huh. messy. And then yeah, she had like a tube in it or something. Yeah. And, and I, I yeah. guess she was also disappointed that she got shot and was just left there. And, and people in the crowds had to help her. Um, in situations like this, sadly, things like this are going to happen. And I guess, again, to step all the way back, go, thankfully, more people were not more seriously injured considering all things going on. And yeah. it's just an unfortunate situation. And, it, it sounds almost evil or cruel, but in a lot of ways, this is 
the cost of doing business on both sides, police and people being injured when things like this happen. And if I'm if I'm going out, if I was going to go out to a protest, and granted, things have calmed down. Um, it, I hope this isn't victim-blaming, Alex, but you've got to know that you could be in the line of fire. You're going to a tense situation. Police will be there and be prepared, and you could um, mistakenly or accidentally be hurt or injured. So I don't necessarily look at it as victim-blaming, but it is a mentality that has been passed down for decades, like, you know, at right now, people are loving to quote Martin Luther King, you know, but Martin Luther King told his people also, you're going to go to jail. Please be, re- be yeah. prepared for the fact yeah. that we are going to be injured and we're going to go to jail. And I feel like it's the same thing now. And I agree with you in that, like, it could have gone much worse. And I agree with you, Floyd, and that, like, what kind of what do you expect? And it's really challenging to try to control a crowd that you don't, there's multiple things happening at one time. But I also agree with you, Eric, and that um, it is standard policing and it's standard policing that needs reform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everybody in the country, and you know, they, like every police department in our country, guaranteed. And, and, go ahead, Floyd. I say, and to elaborate on Alex, I'm happy you brought that up because with um, Dr. King, um, I had to explain to someone because they were like, they're just shooting us. They're just like dragging us. I said, honestly, if you look at history, the linking of arms during like these protests in March in the Martin Luther King era wasn't like because like we're all taking this together. The linking of arms were unified that they're one. And if you take my brother to jail, right. you're taking me with you. So the right. linking of arms was a kind of a, uh, a protection thing where people were just like, they held hands in solidarity together. I'm like, Actually, if you look at his, if you look at his rallies, like the linking of arms is a protection. Like it it's was. Not a, it's that not was a, bloody Sunday. In, that photo yeah, that keeps going around. It's not a. We're all in this together. It's like if you're going to take Alex, guess what? I'm being dragged with her because like they right. knew that once they got they got to jail, uh, there was no one to protect them. You know what I mean? Like it was. Right. So like I'm happy you brought that up, and I'm mad that totally slipped my mind. But yes, absolutely. He did. Like, he gave them, like, guidelines of stuff to do and what was going to happen. Exactly. Uh, Thoughtful stuff. We can wrap up with the reform part of this with uh, an article that I shared. I'm not going to go through the the details of this. And, again, in situations like over the weekend, maybe the only thing that they can change is more pepper spray, less things that can knock eyes out. Because I know there was all kinds of whining on, on Twitter uh, about I've been pepper sprayed. Well, in a large crowd, I mean, pepper spray right. molecules don't don't discriminate, and they float in the air. And 15 minutes later, you'll likely be fine. But um, I'm, I'll go through this list, and people can go find the article if they want. One, police need to apologize for centuries of abuse. Speaks for itself. Two, cops should be trained to address their racial biases. There's a graph here um, that explains like the level of uh, 60 hours of firearms skills. Self-defense, 51 hours. Community policing strategies, 8 hours. So <laughs> maybe adjust some of those. That's a day at work. Right. Uh, I agree. I think uh, I I have always said that the police do not have room to be biased. And like, we need those kinds of people going into the academy. Obviously, we know some really good ones, you know, 
But like, right. that's what we need because you don't have room to be afraid of the black guy just because he's wearing a hoodie. And it's incredibly hard. We are human beings. It, it is incredibly hard, if not impossible, to not be biased. Right. But I mean, we've all we all know these stories, and this kind of description hasn't come up a lot during this. But some of these like white police officers who deal with problems in the black community, like the music that ha- was happening at six thirty this morning. Right. If that's all they deal with. Mm-hmm. They can try to suppress their bias, but in these heated moments, things arise. Have you seen the Chris Rock um, segment that came up from his stand-up? Where he's talking about um, there's certain jobs where you can't have a bad actor. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, a cop is one of them. He's like, what if you got to an airport? And they're like, oh... This is our pilot. He's good most of the time, but sometimes he's a bad apple. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are certain jobs you cannot be a bad apple at. Ironically, I have a small fear of that because I knew that there was like a few. I don't ride Spirit Airlines anymore. Not that I judge anybody that does. And there was a few pilots. I remember there was a pilot and like a flight attendant that got high at the airport before they came to their flight and i've heard obviously pilots aren't perfect either but like i want you to be and i've heard of some that are not so great and now i'm terrified that like how the fuck am i gonna know if this pilot is not high off cocaine and i I love and i love his punchline he was like an airplane's job is to land like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you can't like i just love i'd love if you haven't watched it watch it he was just like there's certain jobs where like when they say cops Oh, well, some are bad apples. He's like, there's certain jobs you cannot be a bad apple. And he's like, cops and pilots are two of them. It's like uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what, the, the, the Geico commercial with the doctor getting reinstated. And, and, oh, yeah. And like, oh, yeah. So is he any good? He's okay. Ugh. He's okay. What? <laughs> a, a couple more uh, things from this list, and then we can move on. And, and the re- uh, officers must be held accountable in a very transparent mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Self-explanatory. Um, ba, 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 ba. On-the-job incentives for police officers need to change, like certain amounts of arrests and things like that. Right. Um, we need higher standards for police and better pay for cops. Okay, self-explanatory. Police need to focus on the few people in communities causing chaos and violence. Uh, there's a quote here. In most cities across the nation, 3 to 5% of city blocks account for 50 to 75% of all shootings and killings. Yeah. Uh, I think there's two more. We need better data to evaluate police and crime. Data always helps. And, yeah, it, it's a, I've read the word qualified immunity a lot over the last couple of days. Have you guys seen that? Yes. It basically allows... Um, government employees to not be prosecuted unless a certain statute is met and somebody had the idea that it's time to to differentiate someone who works at the EPA from a police officer and because um, that's why many police officers while when they're arrested are far from convicted because of the qualified immunity and we can certainly change that. Mm. So. I actually don't mind, and I know you're trying to move on. One last thing. I don't mind the idea of them having to have a license to, to be an officer because you have to then renew your license and you have to be up on your CEUs and you have to be held accountable. So it's like if you did something, if you have a certain number of complaints, your license is under review. Yeah. And if you, you know, I love that mm-hmm. idea. And 
I saw it circulate a few times and then I could have swore I saw something come directly from Mike DeWine. Like, do we need to be doing this? And I'm like, I love that. That means you have to be firearm trained. You have to have your racial bias training every other year. You have to have a certain number of hours of community service credits. And if you have a certain number of complaints, you are judged for that and you lose your license for it if it, you know, if if need be. If I'm not mistaken, I think a lot of that is, is cock blocked by police unions. I've also yep. read a lot about them lately. Mm-hmm. And unions can be good uh, to keep people like us getting paid what we deserve, but unions can also be bad by protecting, to go back to what you said, bad apples. Yeah, but let's nurses have nursing unions, don't they? Do they? Uh, a lot of I'm them. I'm not do, sure. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Like, remember the uh, okay. the, the, the strike? Yeah, I was like, I think they back. do. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But, but, well, but, also, I was thinking like hairdressers have to get renewed every year as well. Like, right. it's not an uncommon thing in a career in a profession to go back and get updated with the trends. Now's so, the time for the cops. So hopefully right. this qualified immunity thing can go away or be adjusted and uh, the strength of police unions can also come into play. Last thing on this, because I want to talk, uh, Alex, you have a lot of cool things going on. I want to, I want to get yeah. to that. Your, your bra thing is always a winner. But oh, I don't know about you, maybe what really got me in the mood to in- appreciate and enjoy the protest that I was watching last night was when I was alerted to the fact that, I'm going to say this and I mean it, the president was speaking, and it warmed my heart. And it, it felt mm. so good to listen to him. You might want to specify what president you're referring to. People know people who I'm talking confused. about. <laughs> no, I don't, bitch, because I just looked at my wall. And I, said, I know he didn't just say this. Because... I swear, my nose frowned up so hard. I said, who the fuck he's talking about? You know angel, our sweet <laughs> angel Obama. My, okay, I was like, president? My, no, he ain't saying nothing. My president <laughs> was, got, was speaking. So <laughs> and it's what I think we've all been seeking. Something... Uh, something affirming, something unifying, something yeah. warm. And it wasn't his essay. It wasn't former Chicago resident on... It do you was- think... Can I say something? I'm just gonna... Do you think... Like, after you become president for two terms, like, to any president who does, like, two terms, like, voted twice, I feel like they're successful in their own way. I don't care party lines, whatever. But do you think that anyone in Obama's camp is like, Mr. Obama, the nation would like you to talk. And he's just like, this motherfucker. I am so tired of talking. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I and I want to hear it. Out, and, I am yes. trying to live out my days. You know and what it was? Like, he Can was, you address the nation, Obama? He's like, God darn it. He was, he was sitting there. He was probably playing some Xbox online under, like, <laughs> hates Trump 44. And so, Floyd, Floyd say. Floyd, say what you said again, the, the person that went right. to him. Mr. Obama, would you can you address the nation, please? So he's got his sleeve rolls up. <laughs> we need you. He's like, that motherfucker. And that motherfucker. Like, you, I, I would be so angry. You know he's a chain smoker, right? So he, <laughs> he takes the cigarette out. He puts the cigarette in the ashtray. And he's like, get me the laptop. And then he speaks to yeah. us. And it was so warming. And... Oh, I kind of want to do this motherfucker in Obama voice. I don't even know if I can do it. Like, this is motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's perfect. That's perfect. I, I know this is not the right word for me to use. 
I, but I can't come up with a better word now, so you guys can. And Alex, it sounds like you watched him last night. When he spoke, I felt safe, and it kind of took me back a couple of years before all this divisiveness and chaos. No, that's. I mean, that's that is that's the perfect choice of words. You felt, what time did and you we air? needed that. We needed, huh? Five thirty. Five five oh. o'clock. Yeah, it, I, yeah that was, it was, that's when I first started like, feeling sick. Damn it! Yeah, I missed he, it. when he when he spoke, it, it it like took you back to that place that you used to feel when he would speak after a school shooting or when he would speak after, um, you know, some other uh, a hurricane. You know, it was that safety that we all sat down and we watched, and it was like we felt like we knew him, like we felt like he was family that had come to us and told us what we needed to hear yeah. to make us feel better he, and like gave us that encouragement. He wrote that essay. So obviously he had some thoughts collected, but again, the contrast between him and the, the one now who mm-hmm. the only time like he shows any kind of cohesive leadership is when he reads a statement uh, or, you know, when he did that interview with Lee Conklin and, and he oh. wasn't trying to perform Obama oh did that completely off the cuff. Again, he had he had some th- thoughts collected, but he didn't read anything. He just sat down and spoke peacefully, logically, practically, because he's a, you can, look, everybody's got their warts. That's Especially, how Americans talk. Well, that's how we talk. It's, it's, not all of them. Not all of them. I mean, but, we tend, we're, we seem to be showing our ass right now, so I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the fact that he could just, I mean, it, 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 it was an amazing contrast and it was, I couldn't. It, I couldn't get to the stream fast enough to watch him. It and I. I agree. It, it just makes you feel safe. Like just the sound of his voice, the the thoughtfulness of what he's saying, the fact that he said Michelle and I, and you fucking know he means Michelle and I care when Michelle and I, you know, talked to so and so, or when we comforted Eric Garner and their family. It was like you knew that they did those things. Somebody had some cockamamie idea. Like he can run for a, a for a third term. It's more of just like a, I guess a an obligation to the office to not do it. Um, and some people would even say in these times, you know, look, Franklin Delano Roosevelt ran for a third time because of of the chaos in the world. Um, and somebody came up with this idea where Biden has Michelle as his VP. He wins the election, steps down, Michelle becomes president, and somehow Barack is woven into this. <laughs> in a perfect I, world. In, in a, <laughs> right, in a perfect world, because like I said, we need, like you said, we need to feel safe, but he's done his time. I want them to enjoy their life. Yeah. I love them Man, in the way that they are. I, you know, I love them in the way that they are because I have whole, I, I have dreams that he pops up on like a Dave Chappelle special or skit, like being the president now, like acting as if he was the president now. And like, you're right. Like he had the cigarette hanging from his mouth and like, and then all of a sudden like the bat sign comes up and they know Obama is needed. Right. <laughs> you know, right. and he's like, God damn it. These motherfuckers. <laughs> right. Uh, That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see happen. On Friday, I usually ask you about hers, but today I'll say, Alex, tell us about your tits. Oh, oh well, wow. you, you usually ask, oh, about Bethany's? Yes, they've been they've been sensitive and growing as she's growing a child. Baby yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. But yours are different. Yours need to be held, right? 
Mine are getting smaller. So ironically, okay, so I don't think I ever mentioned this, but I lost 30 pounds during the Yay. pandemic. And like <laughs> People before the pandemic okay. and then during. <laughs> oh, it was an accumulation since, do you guys remember when I started doing that in like November? Yes. Okay, so it's been an accumulation since then. So during the pandemic, it was more like 15 to 20, but on top of starting at that time. So my boobs are getting smaller. And so my bras aren't really fitting. And it's the summertime. And so I went to put on my strapless bra. And it like doesn't even hold me up anymore because it doesn't fit, (laughs) which I'm really happy about. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, because I you all remember how I felt when I said I was a a 38H. Like, but you've invested so much in these bras. Literally, literally. (laughs) So I like between the three of them that I have, that are my good ones, it's almost $300. Like, it's a lot of money. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm like, now I need to go get new ones. But it's we're in a pandemic. I don't even know if my fairies are working. Like, are they open? Where was the place you went? um, I went to Lane Bryant. They do measuring at Lane Bryant. Yeah, they do measuring there at Levis Commons and I don't remember the girls the ladies names off the top of my head um but they were my little boob fairies so I'm gonna go back and find them um and see what we can do because now I'm kind of like swimming in the ones that I have um and I need another one for um I need a strapless one but I did order my boob tape do you remember I was talking to you guys about that I haven't gotten it yet. I'm still, I'm like waiting for it in the mail, like checking the mail every day so I can get my boob tape. And it's extremely Someone just rub their hands? That was me. Oh, I was like, oh, she's so excited. <laughs> like, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to come in the mail. But the only thing I'm worried about is like, there's a huge warning label when I ordered it and they're like, this may tear off your skin. So mm. test it on your skin first. <laughs> uh, we. We talked a little about uh, about healthy eating habits at the beginning of the podcast. What's your uh, what's your thirty pound secret? Um, I really changed my eating, so it really was. I got to a point, but I had also gotten to a point where I was just my body was just disgusted with everything other than a nice cold salad. It was like that was what was refreshing to me was a salad. So that was what I I had gotten to the point where literally everything else had disgusted me. I was tired of eating Chick-fil-A. I was tired. And I eat and we do eat out a lot. Like I was busy and coming and going. So I wasn't cooking as much as I should have. But I was also just making tacos and spaghetti a lot. I was getting tired of that. And so I just wanted salads. So I would go and get them from the store And then um, as I got a little tired of those, I just, I cannot be counted on to like count my calories. And I was considering keto. I couldn't be counted on to like figure out my macros, like calculate my weight and percentage of fat. You know, I couldn't be counted on to do those things. It's just, it was like too much for me. I was afraid I was going to do it the wrong way. So I actually paid for, and I still do, I pay for a meal kit service. And my meals get delivered to me, and they are low-calorie meals. Is it costly? Are, um, are you doing HelloFresh? No, it's called um. Factor 75. And the meals are more – they're already cooked. So it's not like the, I get oh, the meals nice. and I have to cook them myself. So it is delivered in like a 
it's delivered in not quite a frozen meal container, but not quite a Tupperware container. And I can put it in the oven and I cook it. And it's, it's called Factor 75. It is, I pay $100 for 12 meals, but I only do currently full, and I don't know, Floyd, if you can do this. I'm fasting. I just do intermittent fasting. So I don't actually eat my meals until noon. And I stop eating after seven. Like I don't eat after seven every day. And I usually I'm not have supposed to eat after nine. That's the hard part. Yeah. And I'll usually have one meal and I'll split it up into two. And then I'll snack on maybe some small things in between and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of water. And then I really mm-hmm. love ginger tea. And that's an herbal tea. So And it um, probably fills you up as well. Yeah. The ginger tea. Yeah. The, between the water and the ginger tea, it fills me up. And the ginger has been known to like settle your stomach as well. And it's an antioxidant, so it's really good for your skin. So I do like two ginger teas a day, lots of water. I will do one meal a day or two meals, but my second meal might be smaller and a lot more healthier, like a leafy salad. Um, And I just started doing that routine, and I ended up really liking it to where I did it long enough to where it's not a habit. But if I want some ice cream, I'm going to eat some ice cream. And if I want a piece of pizza, I'm going to eat a piece of pizza. So well, I also mm-hmm. still allow myself to have the things I want. So I don't like so you don't crave them. myself. Yeah. So you don't crave yeah. them. Uh, when I was at my dinner parties last week that no, you were not invited to. I was not. Damn you were it. not. Um, I found out that I've never been against kale, but I've never bought it at home. Um, but. I have found that I really enjoy sautéing kale. It tastes really uh-huh. good with with some chicken over. And to to wrap this part of um, the episode up, like in addition to uh, a portion is your fist and eat till you're full, not to finish the food. Uh, and, uh, like you were talking about counting macros and stuff, that can be really overwhelming for a lot of people and, and make them not make them not want to do it. But really, mm. for most people who are looking to to do what you've done or anything else like that. It's just more about good decisions. Like have, don't do what I do on Friday night and eat the whole pizza. Do what you do. Have a slice of pizza and just, you know, don't have fries with it and just make, try to make smart decisions. If you go dumb example, if you go to subway, um, don't get the foot long, get the six inch because it'll probably fill you up and it'll, it'll satiate you. And I had to learn myself. Yeah. Yeah. I had to learn myself and my habits. And so I had to recognize, that I'm just, I am lazy. I am. I am when it comes to certain stuff. I cannot be counted on, like you said, to calculate. If I if I think it's too hard, I'm not even going to try. And so I'm just like, let me look online. And I did my research. I went and watched reviews on YouTube. And I looked at reviews on different sites. And I said, this seems like a really good meal kit service. They get like, they, they do that healthy piece for you. But then they still also give you all the ingredients so you can see how much sodium is in it and how much sugar is in it. And then, I, But the meals are good because they're cooked professionally. So it's like I, one of my favorites is like this keto, this poblano bowl that's like kind of a Mexican-style ground beef with a little cheese I can make and that broccoli. For you. Well, you should. If I was invited to your dinner party, ne- maybe I would time. have had some kale. The, but uh, it's but I just love that. Like you, I just had to learn my habits and then just find my way around them. There's also, and this is probably more of a Floyd and I thing. Um, there are people who probably drink like anywhere between two and 5,000 calories of either energy drinks and or alcohol during the course of the week. Mm. So mine was coffee. I, I can, 
I actually, and you, Floyd, I remember when I told you this. Remember when I got really drunk on uh, at, our, at the holiday party? <laughs> Yeah, that not, night. I don't remember. And that. I said, so, uh, well, you would have, you were my date. You canceled on me. Um, <laughs> so I got really drunk that night. And I think I told you the next day, Floyd, I was like, I'm not drinking again until my birthday. And he's like, oh, okay, when's that? I said, March. He's like, March? <laughs> no, I was so offended. I'm and I legitimately didn't drink I did not drink until March. Like I legitimately did not have a drop of alcohol until March and then the pandemic happened. But I, it's my coffee that I need to be concerned about. One thing, if you cut your alcohol out, you'll probably lose 10 pounds in, in, in a month or so. If you're a reasonable drinker, you could lose 10 pounds pretty easily by cutting the alcohol out. What's wrong with your coffee? Cause I'm a summertime drinker. What does that mean? Um, I don't drink until I do social things in the summer. I hibernate gotcha. when it's cold. But well, my coffee, so my coffee in the morning, I put creamer and I love sugar. And so I stopped doing that. But I did discover a gluten-free, sugar-free creamer that I put in my oh. coffee. And it's very good. And it's from Kroger. So, so Some people, I, I drink my coffee like I like my lives mattering, black. Um, oh. So there's no calories, but... Did you just oh get that? <laughs> I did too. I was like, oh my but God. But your $7 drink from Starbucks also has like 450 calories and a lot of sugar in it. And people overlook 18 that. Like, 18 teaspoons of sugar. Yeah. I, there's a there's a map in my doctor's office. I'm like, is that really how much is in a Frappuccino? A lot. She's like, yes. Yeah. She goes, and that's a, is it, what's the small one, the grande? Yeah. It's like you just, yeah. dr- you just drank your dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. So I, so I had to like reform my morning, my coffee, and I found this creamer. And it still, it says it's gluten free, but like you have to read it because there's like a um, milk deriv- derivative in it, and so it's still, you know, but it's still sugar free. Like it's still completely healthy. So I just make some coffee and I put that creamer in it, and it's vanilla flavored, and it's delicious. And so there's. I'm like, okay, there you go. There goes my sugary coffees. I don't have that anymore. I've reformed my coffee. That's healthy. I'm not changing that routine. It's those kinds of things that I have to correct where it's like I now no longer need the ton of sugar in my coffee, and I'm not going to do it. I When I've looked up alcohol stuff, like how to drink healthier, it's, it's a losing battle because you're either going to drink a lot of something like a White Claw or a Mick Ultra – like you could have like six white claws or you could have two beers. Uh, it, it's all going to add up like to the same thing because the more alcohol there is, the the worse it is for your, your, your weight gain or your dieting. Um, what about vodka and sparkling water with a splash of lime? Yeah. But you know what? Ha- so there was a girl that I went out with and she was training for an exercise competition and she was like slamming those. So you're better off having like one regular drink rather. Mm-hmm. She had like six of them because Ooh. it it's she needed them. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, there's so little alcohol and calories in there that it's, it's barely, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not what you want. So it's like you yeah. would have six of those or one of what you regularly drink. So, That's true. um, you also had a sleep test. I was supposed to have it. I was supposed to do it last night. So my sleep test is a take-home test, which I was. Really yeah, because you happy got good about. insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Well, I, I got good insurance. They're like, you got to come to the facility. I was like, 
Ew. I was really happy about that, and I got it yesterday to take home last night, but I told my, I just said, no, I'm not going to do it tonight because I was up late doing things, so I said I'd do it t- tonight. So I'm going to do it this evening. Um, yeah, it's how, so strange. How does it work? Because it's certainly different from what Floyd had last week and what I've done before. <laughs> There's like this belt, this monitor that's atta- that I attach around my chest, and then I hook up, like it seems like it's a, it looks like one of those those oxygen things where it goes up your in your nose and she's yeah, like you have to attach it to your yeah the it's CPAP like machine oxygen, yeah basically um and and then I have to turn it on and they gave me like directions on how to do it and then set showed me a video on YouTube that will show me how to do it and I just turn it on and that's it and I just go to sleep and then when I wake up in the morning I press this button that like submits my test results and then I turn it off. Sorry. So we'll see. Cause it was like, I went in, I went in there for a completely different reason. I went to an ENT specialist. Yes. Not yesterday, two days ago for a completely different reason. And then I came out with like all of these fucking issues and it was like, and, and I was like, Oh, okay. So then do you think these issues are causing sleep apnea? He's like, no, I think sleep apnea is causing these issues for you. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I've never, I have never. Oh, did you go? Yes, I'm here. Oh, I have never, I was like, I, I'm, I never thought that I would have had a sleep apnea challenge. I do have um, issues getting to bed pretty regularly, but that's because Thomas, I think has a sleep apnea challenge and he snores really bad. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't get to sleep, you know, cause my mind is focusing on the repetitiveness of someone snoring. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Good luck. We were talking about not sleeping well yesterday and uh, I decided I didn't want to go the medical route cause I didn't want my doctor to go testing me for, you know, low testosterone or thyroid or a sleep Hello. test. Sorry, I keep yelling at my phone. Oh, like, cop, quit disconnecting me. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's, I, I was just doing that. I'm like, oh. Because like you, all I heard was Thomas snoring, and my phone went doo-doo. I was like, what the hell? Uh, all right, maybe, I'm back. <laughs> um, so, well, good luck with all that stuff. Alex, we yeah. are, you, you do, this is, this is the show that is for as young as all of us really are, relatively speaking, the litany of health issues is, is far and wide. Somebody was like, well, you did just turn 30. Welcome. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is, what your, is, what is this? At least your boobs are getting smaller so you might be able to breathe better. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so they are getting uh, I don't even I don't even want to talk about it because I just hate it so but much. Even at your woman. smallest, aren't they still big? Because you have big they boobs. are still gigantic, and because they were bigger, <laughs> and again, I am incredibly grateful that I'm healthy, that my boobs are healthy and like cancer free, and I know that not everyone can say that, but like because they I was bigger and my boobs were bigger, now they're smaller. Now they the gravity is bringing them down a little more. Oh no, you got hacky sack titties. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about it. She said I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what Floyd describe why they're called that? 
Because you can kick, kick them with your heels? I said, Hacky Sack was a game that we used to play in yeah. the playground. And it was like this little ball of yarn that you used to kick up to your chest. And you could do you do tricks with it. Yeah. She, got hacky, she got Hacky Sack titties. Oh, because cause they, 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 they dangle down and you want to kick them back up. Oh, okay. She got to kick them back up. Yep. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm going to get reconstruction if it's, if I, I swear to God, I always said I was going to, and I'm, I'm going to. What did I, what did, when I was younger and not dumb, well, I was dumber, but I would say <laughs> if I ever like dated a girl who had small boobs, it's like, we can get for five grand or three grand, we can get that fixed. <laughs> With the, but big, girls with big boobs want the same thing. And it, it's like, there's all, I, I find there's an overwhelming amount of men that are like, no, yeah. don't do that. And I'm like, please, you don't, like, I remember one day Thomas laid, like, in my lap and my, I didn't have on a bra and he literally felt my boob, like, hit him. And he was like, what was that? I was like, it was my boob. <laughs> like, you feel how heavy it is? That literally- asteroid. I had to lift it because he was like, I had to pull it up because he was laying on it. And I'm like, hold on a second. And like, I pulled it up so that it, cause it hurt. And then I put it down and he's like, what was that? And I was just like, your boob just slapped me in the face. And I'm like, That's yeah. gravity, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I guess the, the math for why we would want them to stay the way they are. Cause we, I like them big. It's like for the amount of time that I would be, <laughs> Doing something with them versus the amount of time where you have to deal with them, it's just not worth it. Yeah, I'm yeah, so happy exactly. I'm gay. <laughs> and even and even that, even when they're even when they're useful in that in those moments, they're they go all over the place. Like you better <laughs> have you they better be secured. Otherwise they're like they're like slapping each other. Like it's literally like <laughs> What's what's one of those like what's one, not not a hacky sack? But one of those balls that you buy at like the Imagination Station store, where you squeeze it in your hand and it, it, and like, it comes just up. goes everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like when she said they go everywhere. I was just thinking of like as a kid playing with like slime and seeing them yeah. ooze out the bucket and they just wiggle everywhere. Oh, I'm so I'm happy gonna, that I like men. I'm gonna gross this you out. Weird. Floyd. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna gross you out. And this, and then the, and then this, we can be done with the conversation. Do you know how like years, not years ago, but like when there were rappers out that were like joking about strippers being able to make their ass clap by just like bouncing up and down. Boots do the same thing. Oh no. They do the same thing. If you, in certain situations, if you want them to, they do the same thing. (laughs) Is that a turn on for dudes? I don't think, I don't know. Straight men are weird. I just thought thought about something that I don't even want to bring up on the podcast, but it was a good visual (laughs) for me. Anyway, uh, let's wrap up with, I, I, I have a quick version of Throwback Thursday. How about that? And I know I didn't tell you guys what the theme is, but we'll, it'll know, be quick we anyway. Shall see. All right, stand by. Back to when Major Magics and the Southwick Mall were things. The Mud Hens weren't downtown, and neither were you. That's how long I've been on ya. And the storm played on the east side. It's time for Throwback Thursday with the morning reboot on Q105. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know why um, that theme song triggered my head today. I was like, ooh, that hurt. So all I have, just a couple, handful of songs today, and it's from people who have been outspoken uh, or supportive of of social causes. And there's not many older songs. Like, I didn't go back to 
NWA and fuck the police. So, oh, okay. Um, so no the, Kanye West then. Okay. He's no, been very quiet during this whole thing too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, there's no Kanye. There were, there's a... <laughs> There's a uh, there's a girl that I know on Facebook and I see her out sometimes and I've seen her post some things that like I don't I don't agree with um, and I stumbled on her profile last night and there has been nothing referencing what's been going on and it certainly oh. fell into the bucket of if you're not saying anything then you're on the wrong side and I clicked that unfriend button. Oh, I have a here. friend like that too and like she just took a trip to Florida and I'm just like oh you better live your best. Caucasian life. So people who have spoken out for for causes and they're all black. So that's the, that's the obvious theme. Well, sorry, people of color, persons of color, and we'll start with this one. Floyd. Floyd. That's MIA. You know the name of the song? Oh, Paper Plate. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, I believe. Oh, fly she... like paper, get bored like plate. Get high like planes. <laughs> I think she's uh, Sri Lankan and has had some issues is, with yeah. her, her government oppression. So there's one. And she's a princess now. Is she? She married a prince, an Indian <gasps> prince. Is that Shut why we don't... Fuck That's that why she hasn't released any music or anything. Okay. Mm. Um. All right. This, this lady appears on uh, Throwback often, but I don't think we've ever done this song. Floyd! Floyd! That is um, Karma. That's Alicia Keys. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite Alicia Keys songs. I need to get it together. So, wake up, When I looked up, like, singers and musicians who are activists, she came up. What's her her platform? I think she does speak out. Like, she's one of the few artists that will speak up when, like, an unarmed black person is murdered. And I know she did, like, a concert back in the day in New York. I don't know who died. I kind of want to say it was like, I hate to say it like this, like the Trayvon Martin era. Like, she was one of the first few people. Okay. She's also very relevant in the women's um, women's rights well and too. body yeah. image because, you know, she doesn't wear makeup anymore. Floyd she knows. That. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah she, she don't have to wear makeup because she's naturally pretty. Right. None of us have to wear makeup. Uh, some people have to wear makeup. <laughs> like you don't, you don't want to see Felicity Huffman without makeup. I need to wear makeup. I do. All right, yeah. next up, Floyd. Oh, Alex. Floyd. That what? is sweet dreams by Beyonce. Turn the lights on. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if uh, Beyonce more than anything, I at least what I associate her with is uh, putting her money and resources for the right yes, causes yes. more than actually um, having one thing specifically. Remember when she made the white people angry and released the formation video? Floyd, go ahead. Remember when she made the white people angry and released the formation video? Yeah, she brings the motivation for sure. Um, all right, a couple more here. Alex. Alex. That was Child Floyd. Don't even lie. Yeah. Alex. Um, um, oh, 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 oh. Redbone? Floyd? Yes, Floyd finally. Shot. No. You would be a horrible talk show host. I mean, game show host, Eric. No, because I said Alex first to get Beyonce, and he said Floyd, and I said No, you first. didn't. I don't, you guys I have a too. delayed hearing, because what you're I not going to do, whatever. If I say, ooh, that counts as, ooh, Alex. My name is <laughs> ooh, Alex. Oh, my God. All right. Well. <laughs> Just say, if I say, ooh, <laughs> I do that on a T-shirt. If I say, ooh, that means I chimed in. 
Dear Lord. Um, all right, but it was Childish. Let me giggle. Sorry. Childish Gambino, Redbone. A couple more. Are we? Are we ready? Yes. Alex. Alex. Yep. Um, Chance the Rapper. Um, problem. Yeah, no problem. It's gonna be some dread. I don't listen to him. I listen to Tyler the Creator. I uh, listen to him. I like Chance. A couple more. Alex. Alex. Oh, you. Childish Gambino. This is America. Yeah. Alex is catching up. Oh, that's my favorite. Ooh. Uh, uh versus ooh. All right, two more to get to. Uh, here we go. Nobody pray for me. It been a Alex. Alex. This is um. Oh God, what's his name? Floyd. J Rock. Floyd. In the Tyler Creator. No. Uh, is, I don't know. Oh, I know it. I know it. Dude. His, I can't think of it either. His biggest pop hit uh, happened in 2017. Kendrick Lamar, Humble. Oh, whatever happened to him? Damn, that was in J Rock, right? Be um, yeah. Uh, one la- last one to get to here. Why am I drawing a blank? Me too. Oh, oh Alex. Alex. Oh. This is SZA and um, stars. All the stars. It's a one kind of star. Uh, Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Yeah, all yeah, the stars okay. from the Black all Panther why soundtrack. Why are you drawing a blank on him? He needs that to come back. That's how we're nominated for an Academy Award. Lamar, and I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> um, good podcast today, everybody. In typical Floyd and Alex fashion, I got all the female singers. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Alex, I'm going to try to get over today. Am I allowed to be there? Um, Not for me, but nobody knows if you're not there for Robin. Uh, okay. You could have came to see see Robin. I mean, I don't know. I'll ask. I'll ask. Yeah, that right. won't hurt. You come in the back door. Floyd. <laughs> yeah, I see what you that's did what I, there. That's what Treat I like him to like hear. a black person in 1942. <laughs> Oh, I was I was thinking uh, totally sexually. I oh, did too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, 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 that's no. I'm so gay. I'm oh, I missed like, you guys. Segregation area. Y'all talk about anal. I'm like, ugh, gross. Um, Floyd, which doctor is today? Um, today is just like my checkup to see how everything's going, and then. She's going to write me a note because I'm not going to work today. <laughs> I'm really not. All right. Well, uh, take care of yourself. Everybody have a good day. We'll uh, Floyd, we'll talk later. Alex, we'll maybe see each other later, okay? Yay. Bye. 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 Bye.